Fine, I'll be a gracious host. How you doing? Little Mermaid is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> Some comics. We're gonna, I'm getting controversial today. We're going to get controversial today with... with... My, my proudest moment is this interview. And being able to talk to you too. All right, let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Taurus Comics in collaboration with Fourth Wall Production proudly brings to you the Four Tales podcast. I am your host, Kyron Silva from Taurus Comics. Across the way is the purple publicist of Ace Blade, Denny J. Quick. And together we are your two award-winning Blurred Comic creators here to help you find your next favorite comic. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and a host of other programs. So if you're listening or watching us live, thank you for your support. But don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review this podcast because all your positive reviews and interactions help us reach a bigger audience. Yes, right, indeed. They do. How you feeling? I, I feel good, man. How, okay. how you feel? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I just want to make sure you're going to be okay. Um, as a lot of you, Danny recently had a, a major accident over the weekend. He not was a injured. Major accident. It was not a major It was accident. a life-threatening accident, from my understanding. <laughs> Uh, he hurt himself very badly, saving a, a elderly people from a fiery building or something. Um, no, 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 that didn't happen. I wish it had, but a car accident? No, no, not a car accident. Um, I was actually, uh, I actually got sustained a hamstring strain, a concussion, and two broken, uh, my fourth and fifth metacarpal. Um, playing kickball um, mm. in, in an adult in an adult kickball league. Um, oh. And um, that's all I want to say about that right now. Because we okay. got more things to we got more important things to talk about. <laughs> I didn't know there were adult kickball leagues, so I'm gonna have to look into this. And a, what kind of kickball are y'all playing in North Carolina? Because that sounds dangerous if you're getting that injured. Well, we call it murder ball here. We uh, huh. it's it's real gangster. You you bring weapons. Um, there are there are referees and um, physicians on staff, and um, you know it's like a mix between um, dodgeball, kickball, and um, ultimate fighting. So, you know, that just gives okay. you a, gives you an idea. Well, unbeknownst to Danny, I actually reached out to his wife and his kids, and I got video of the whole situation of when he hurt himself. So we're gonna I'm gonna share that real. No, I'm just I'm just. I wish you did, man. I actually. <laughs> I actually wish that there was video because I know it had to look hilarious. And you know, once I fi- once I figured out that I was okay, mm-hmm. you know, um, once I could stand on my own, and you know, I figured all I was gonna have to do was, you know, I need to put my my uh, wrist my brace on, but ice it and uh, let it heal. You know, it was funny. It was hilarious. Like I know that the, if there was video footage of it, it would be a hundred percent hilarious, and I would a hundred percent put it on TikTok. And get those views. Uh, Facebook user says Danny was running and realized he was 37. That is correct. Anybody over the age of 35 understands you run too much, your body just gives up after a while. That's 100% what happened. That is 100% what happened. uh, I do have something to share. Uh, And this is related to our last week's guest, Kevin Chapman. Mm -hmm. 
writer yep, yep. artist of of Afro Avenger. Um, you were nice enough to share a a new logo redesign for him yesterday or last week, and yep, then yep. before we got or before this episode, you showed me something he had shared with you. It was a cool image that he did for you guys, and I was like, I feel like I need to be sharing things. So I worked on something this week very quickly as a warm up, and I'm going to share it with you. And here we go. So for anybody that's not watching this, the stream live, what I'm sharing is an image I did of Afro Avenger battling Ace Blade. Wow. Uh, in the vein of uh, the Frank Miller Dark Knight versus Superman image. I like it. Yeah. I don't mind, I don't mind Ace Blade getting knocked down like that. That's actually kind of what it looked like when I was playing kickball. <laughs> um to be honest with you, so maybe you did see the footage because that's that's pretty much what my body looked like. And that it's the wrong leg. The left leg is is the one that was is bent backward. Should be bent really? Okay. Other than that, this is amazing. I love this, man. This is great. Thank you, thank you. I do have a time lapse. I'll I'll share that, you know, after the show because we do have an amazing guest on today, and I don't want to keep her waiting too much. But I I wanted to share that, and hopefully, Kevin, if you're in the chat, hopefully you like it. I see a couple of Facebook users, which I don't know why Facebook does this, but if Kevin, if you are there, I hope you like that, man. Great, man. All right, so. I drew something, Matt. What? Damn, Kyron, I drew something. Mad wrong. I don't know who that is. All right. No. Anyways. Man, he said, he said that you, you, you said that he drew something. He put together a video. That's what it was. He put oh. Okay. If that's Kevin. All right. If it's Kevin. All right. Anyways. Enough shenanigans. Enough messing around. Let's bring on our guest. She is a writer and artist, a creator, a streamer a i have I, I don't have any other adjectives so uh <laughs> let's just bring her on <laughs> her name is vicinia designs or vicinia Lindsay, however you want to say <laughs> <laughs> you guys can call me best if it's too difficult <laughs> no we're good Bez, how you doing uh doing it's good very nice to, it's very nice to meet you um i don't know about Cameron, but i recently Followed you on TikTok. That's where I am. I'm most familiar with your work. I want to say I saw you on somebody else's show. It was either Moana or um, Michael Watson's show. It was Michael but Watson. Michael Watson, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about the uh, the the puppet. Uh, I don't even know what the, what it's called, but I need. I think I followed you then, and I, you know, TikTok's algorithm is so crazy. I hadn't been seeing your stuff, but when um, Kyron mentioned, I was like, oh yeah, I know, I know who that is. So um yeah you're you you do great work your art is amazing you're you're super uh versatile as an as a creator um and I'm I'm glad we we got the chance to talk to you how you doing <laughs> doing pretty good it's actually amazing to talk to you guys cuz I was just like watching you guys show when Michael Watson was on I was like oh snap this is so dope <laughs> Wait, wait, we have a comment here that says that she is known as a Brooklyn architect. I, I need oh to know God. what that is all about. Wait, let's just stop everything. What is the Brooklyn oh, architect? Wait a minute, what is that? That is, yeah. that is um, one of my, uh, we call I call my community the pulses because uh, pulse means energy. So I'm like, you guys are my energy. You guys keep me going, wanting to create more and stuff. So that's the land that he's actually a friend and a pulse. <laughs> he always makes jokes like that. 
saying that I created this year's tower and my face is on the wall. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I thought right. it was something about moving bricks or something like that. So I'm glad that you cleared that up. But imagine. I, I, actually, I actually thought it was like a superhero name for a second. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Oh, but that's awesome. That's oh, awesome. Boy. So, um, welcome to the show. I want to know, like, um, this show is all about discovering new, you know, you know, your new favorite indie artist and um, or indie creator. And I want to say that I feel bad because you're nine issues into um your 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 project. The uh, working on yeah. ten. Working yeah. on ten. Working on ten. And um yep. and I'm just now catching on, so I w- I know I want to check it out because I was watching your your uh, your Kickstarter uh the Kickstarter video for for number nine, even though we just barely missed it. Um, yeah. so tell us about that first of all. Okay, so um, Celestial Pulse is a modern fantasy with action, mystery, mythical powers, and it's about the main character. Her name is Fuji, and she has to learn how to master her abilities, remember her past, to stop a war that is about to happen. So she has to uncover who is behind everything. So it's, it's more like growth in uh, trying to uh, defeat anything that is stands in her way. Okay, no. so no pressure then, no pressure. <laughs> now, if you're doing this for nine issues so far, how long have you had this story in your mind and you're like ready to do this? Like, when did that start? Uh, well, I made this comic as a, uh, it was like something that I was go I was going through a lot when I was young. I was, you know, abused and stuff like that. And this was like an escape. So I've been having this like it was called a fan comic. You know, like just me putting myself in a different type of reality and uh being able to morph it and change it gave me the control that I wanted, you know, for my life. So um what ended up happening was it was never supposed to be in anybody's eyes, but I ended up getting married to my husband. And he was like, what is this? So he started reading it. I'm not paying attention. And, you know, he's looking at all my art. I'm like, oh, he's looking at my art. He loves my art. It's fine, you know. And I do this as a hobby, so it's whatever. But then he's like, thus, this has to be something. Like, you cannot just sit on this. So we actually sat down with me, him, and his sister. And we just came up with a um, came up with a title, started copyright. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is actually really happening. <laughs> so within uh, I would say 2015, that's when I went public with it. So it's been seven years. Into wow. wow, everything. I love seven, it. Yeah. Nine issues in seven years is a fantastic rate. Most people struggle with one issue a year, and you're busting out. Yeah, issue and a half. That's crazy. Especially, yeah. especially indie folks. So, um, I know, I know you're an artist. I know you color. I know you, um, you make cosplay. I know you do. Wait, don't disrespect cosplay. her writing too. She's write. not just an artist. I know you write. I know that you, um, do pretty much everything when it comes to, to art. So, in in the actual comics, how much of the how much of the work are you doing? A hundred percent. So I'm doing the art. I'm doing the writing. I'm doing the backgrounds. I'm doing the lining. The coloring. You name it, I'm done. <laughs> the marketing, everything. The only thing is, um, I'm thankful for my husband because he's actually like my manager. So he'll try to manage as much as he can, uh, set up any type of like conventions we need to go to, um, mm-hmm. try to link me up with people that he has, you know, came in contact with and stuff like that. And then like he's a plumber, so like he'll tell people about. 
my book and stuff like that. Just... <laughs> right. You know, who he's the best. Okay. I love it. I love it. My um my wife is a hairstylist and um she does the same thing for me. All all of her clients who have children, she'll she'll tell them about Ace Blade, you know, she'll tell them about the, the ideas that we have and all kinds of stuff. Even if they don't want to hear it, she just finds a way to bring it up. So yeah, that's one thing that you that you love about those spouses. They yeah, I can't take my comics into her job. She'd get in trouble. So, <laughs> not even a business card. <laughs> Just like, nah. well, Aww. she works in the hospital field, so it'd be sort of hard. She scans oh. somebody be like, "Hey, you want to read this comic while I scan your belly?" <laughs> it's a boy. You know yeah. what? I would love Shaman's Destiny. Here, yeah, take yeah. that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it work. It work. Oh man, I love it. No, your your series is very. I'd say influence in a manga anime style, at least um, when you were growing up, I'm assuming you're into anime and manga a lot, or is that something you just um, actually, um It's funny. Cause I was, okay. So I grew up in New York and I was always into street art, you know, just making things with my hands, sculpture, you name it, I've done it. And then when I went to high school, I, I was part of the people who just like, were known for being good at art so they will come to me to draw like tattoos or whatever right and um i started making friends and they actually introduced me to manga and anime so i started getting into like watching late at night you know adult swim where i'm watching cowboy bebop Inuyasha, you and all that and i'm like Dude, this is dope. So I'm just got into like Fundimation and then I started getting those Showman Jump books. And I just, ever since I was like 14, it was like, that's what I want to do. I want to create in that type of way. God, it feels I like Adult Swim was everybody's, you know, entry. Well, yeah, not mine, but it seems like most people's Adult Swim was into it. That's how they got into manga and anime. So. Yeah, yeah. I recently saw a, uh, I recently saw a TikTok of a young lady who who her friends introduced her to, to to anime. Like she was like, this is, she was crying. Like the TikTok, she was crying. She was like, this is not supposed to be me. Um, My friends made me watch this anime, Naruto. And she started, she was talking about Jiraiya. She was like, Jiraiya, he died. And she just like, she burnt, she was uncontrolled. Wait, Jiraiya dies? God, spoilers, man. <laughs> Jesus. That's five years ago. If you don't know that, if you don't know that, I'm sorry. But that uh, anime is, uh, you know, I think yeah. those friends who get you in the anime, man, it's a setup. It's definitely a setup because those some of those shows are very, very emotional. My my kids oh, put yeah. me on to you know, Assassination Classroom, and I was like, bro, for for a season, a show that's two seasons, mm-hmm. this I thing was really show. good. Definitely. Okay, we have a comment here that says she has spilled the spirit of the Doki Doki. <laughs> the Doki. What the heck is a Doki Doki? That's the sound of your heart when it beats fast. <laughs> okay, all right. You know I'm learning so much girls. right now. I yeah. love it. I love it. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go back to your work here uh, with Celestial Pulse. How many issues do you anticipate creating with this book? Like, do you have a, a ending end goal, uh, or do you? I have an ending, but. I don't know how many issues going to get to it. So like right now I'm breaking into um, my character learning the truth. And that's this next issue that's about to drop. And I'm like, oh boy, I'm not even close to like the mid part, you know? (laughs) So 
it's just I don't I don't know the amount of books, but I know that there's an ending. So it's not like you know Naruto or anything like that. <laughs> right. So we can't yeah. anticipate a hundred issues from you, maybe two hundred. Um, I, I I guess you could say maybe a hundred, but maybe Dang. less than that. Honestly, maybe less okay. than that. Honestly. Cause like we're 10 in and I'm like 25 into the story, like 25% into the story. So, you know, give or take, I will say like 60 to a hundred. I think that's a wonderful goal. I think that's a, that is a wonderful goal to, um, you know, that, that you already have the the ending in mind. I know Michael Watson, um, he has a a similar goal with hotshot, you know, he wants to, he has a hundred, hundred issues planned out, you know? So, um, um, I, I like that you are, you know, already thinking about the future of the story, at least. Um, and you're well on your way. Like, um, what, what is it that you what is it? Because I see you you have a strong presence on Twitch and, you know, you stream. And um, like I said, you do all these different artistic things. What is it that you um, I, I, I can't even ask? What do you need help with? Because you do it all. But what is it that you would like? help with or if there was some, if there was one part that you wanted to turn over to somebody else to do which uh which part would it be i think honestly it would be the marketing like just somebody who would just make that presence a little bit more stronger because like mm-hmm. doing it on my own i'm pushing but i don't think i'm strong enough to push to the place that i should be at or mm-hmm. i think i should be at like you know so i'm like if i could get anybody who could like just market or you know like how like usually publishers would just put it out there and stuff like that you don't got to mm-hmm. do anything you don't have to do the shipping none of that because if you look back there i got shipping boxes all day <laughs> <laughs> you know i do that but i just need somebody to like just push celestial poles out there farther than i can do it you know <laughs> Absolutely. have you have you considered maybe going to a publisher at any point or do you think that's something you'll want to do in the future um, I was, me and my husband, we was talking about it for some time. Um, mm. And then we like, we, ch- we tried to, to get to know some of them, but it turned out they came out shady. And to tell you the truth, I want a person of color to do my publishing and all that. I don't want to just do mainstream or whatever everybody else is doing. So, you know, it's, it's hard. <laughs> you know, you got to try to find the right people to, take it on and um you know push it that you think they can push it too absolutely that is that is a struggle that's something that we we talk about a lot on this show um because most of the a lot of the creators we talk to are creators of color um you know myself and kyron we make we make comics and you know kyron's an artist i'm a i'm a letterer uh, you know writer illustrator all that stuff so um but marketing is you know that that's it's hard it's just it's just difficult because there's a there is a market for the things that you that you make but getting it in front of the right people is a is a really specialized field like it's and it's not as artistic as it is analytical sometimes so yeah. um it takes somebody with kind of an analytical mind to to push the right buttons at the right time to get it in front of the right people so um I think we I think we gotta we gotta find somebody and Michael Watson again we talk about him all all the time on the show he's doing a a great job with uh, freestyle comics um, oh, yeah but 
yeah it's 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 just you know it's it's a struggle and, and that's the one thing that i think we have in common is that we gotta um find somebody who can who can really operate in that vein for us right exactly so with you saying marketing is probably your biggest struggle what do you use right now as far as marketing <laughs> um i i stream i'm an online presence um i go to conventions um if i am a, if I know the person who does conventions and they're like, thus, do you want to do a panel? I'm on it. <laughs> like, I am doing as much as I can to get in the eyes of anyone. So, like, you know, I try to meet, try to make friends, try to network as much as I can. And then just, like, try to, like, ride the flow. Oh, you're doing that? Oh, you need somebody? I'm there, you know? And, like, don't get me wrong. It'll make my schedule a little bit tighter. I might be a little bit more stressed, but it's just that much more that we added onto Celestial Post because there'll be times where I'm at conventions and somebody's like, yo, I've seen your stuff. i never seen this table, but I've seen your stuff somewhere, and I just can't pinpoint it. So they end up buying my stuff because they're like, wait a minute. I've seen this. I know it's something let me get it you know and it, it's just trying to try my best to get my face out there just trying to just do as much as i can as a human. now you do have a big following it feels like like on twitch and twitter i'm assuming you use instagram and facebook well i know you use facebook because you gave me that yeah. but out of these programs what do you think is the biggest help for you as far as getting people to look at your work um Tell you the truth, I uh, started off on YouTube at first, so that helped a big much. And then when I got on Twitch, that actually like boosted it up. And that's because I stream like Monday through Fridays. So like I'm every day in somebody's face. <laughs> and um, you know, doing that, doing Kickstarters, um, and like I started TikTok now, so people are like noticing me for like animations and things that I do that I just do for like fun or whatever. <laughs> so, as you know, I, I think it's just literally just streaming in general on Twitch that has just helped me meet people, um, boost off, and then like, you know, going to conventions. All right. I'm reading some of the comments on here, and you have <laughs> people just, just willing to hype your comic every way, <laughs> any minute they can. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, that's cool. Oh. I'm glad. Please feel free to to have your fans flood our comments with any questions they have, because that, you know, that helps us too. Is making a good show for you. So. Right. <laughs> All right. She's been a great comfort to fight against. Darrell, the cheese smelly man. <laughs> so what? Um, Chibi Chan. She actually watches my stream while she trans like goes through transit. And I guess one of the um, people that is on the bus, he smells like cheese and he's just like, you know, <laughs> gross. So I okay. comfort her. <laughs> she feels a lot better coming okay. to stream. All right. See, this is the stuff that you only get on our show. You can't get this anywhere else. All right? <laughs> Nowhere. No. So during the time that you've been working on Celestial Pulse, have you ever been reached out by other creators or maybe wanted to collaborate with other creators on any other projects? Um, actually, yeah. Um, when I first started, I was, um, I was just handing out flyers, letting people know, cause I had, uh, four issues. 
So um, went to convention, started handing out flowers, uh, ended up meeting Victor. And he got he actually got me into the convention life. So I started getting uh, more affiliate with it. Trying wait, 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 to, um, who's Victor? Victor Dandruff. Thank you. <laughs> Not everybody That's knows the doing. hardest working man in comics. So we yeah, want to make sure we hardest. get his name out the, there. The hardest working yes. man in comics. Or does he just go by Victor and everybody just knows him now as Victor? I guess he's, he's, you know he's reached, he's reached he's like Beyonce Prince. level. He's only got one name now. That's that's good. <laughs> okay. All right. So right. there's Prince, there's Beyonce, there's, and then there's you know, Jordan, and then there's Victor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, because he when he saw myself and he saw the animation that I created to open up Celestial Pulse, he was like, wait a minute, what the what is happening? Why you're not on this side? And I was like, I don't know how to get on that side. And he was like, well, I'm going to show you today. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he actually um, helped me through, helped me get um, a table at Wizard World. And that's where I started. And then um, going to conventions, uh, I met uh, Michael Watson. I was dressed up as my character. And he was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. So he came to my table, saw all the books. And he was like, this is beyond, this bonkers. Like, this is crazy. Like, you're doing all this stuff. You're even in costume. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. What is what is that was this? A, that was a that was a good Michael Watson impression too. That that yeah, I heard, heard I heard him when you said that. I love it. Right. And then I went to his table. And he was doing his sketch, and I was like, "Oh, this is dope!" Because you know he likes to sketch on the comic paper. So yeah, yeah, it's just amazing to you know see him work and uh, see Victor work because I've seen him in panels, I've seen him in his table, and all that. And like they they went like. So <laughs> I'm I'm trying to follow the trail, you know, <laughs> trying to go behind it. Yeah, all these stories makes me want to do a show on the East Coast even more now. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of uh, dope creator, creators here. Um, I think Victor, Victor works with Ren. So he's an awesome artist. Also, my sister, she knows him. So she saw him in uh, Virginia Beach's Comic-Con. I was like, I got to get in there because she live over there. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to branch out a little bit more than from where I'm at now. Right, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> again, we love we love just seeing creators flourish and and um, you know, just connecting with each other. It's always great to to meet people that you you know have connected with other people that you know. So you know, oh, Ren is in Ren. Listen, if you can, if you know Ren McKenzie, um, <laughs> yes. That that dude, he's a uh, he's 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 a uh, he's amazing also. So um, he he can get a little vulgar sometimes. He always is causing trouble, but he's a good guy. He's a good guy though. Um, so that's that's awesome. Um, Kyron, you ready for uh, you ready for quick takes? Sure. All right. So uh, if you don't know, uh, we do a a weekly segment called Quick Takes, and uh, we're gonna give you five rapid rapid fire questions. And um, you got 45 seconds to answer them uh, whenever Kyron is ready. And now a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I like that picture. Okay. um, (laughs) So. Like I said, we have five questions for you, and you just answer off the top of your head. These are things that I've uh, that I've noticed, you know, just checking out your TikTok and your social media stream. And I just had a had a question about. It. So, here we go. 
I saw a TikTok of yours that said that your celebrity lookalike was Kanye West. Um, I disagree, but maybe you do. Um, who do you think your celebrity lookalike is and why? I don't think there's anyone that looks like me. No? No, I don't think so. Um, oof. <laughs> I don't know. Who, who were you expecting to see? Uh, when you did the filter, who who would you have thought you would have seen? I don't know, somebody random, but not Kanye, that's for sure. Because <laughs> I was like, I need a DNA test at this point, hello? <laughs> well, let's put um, it to the audience. Let's see what the audience says that your celebrity oh, look like is. Who, who, what is yeah, celebrity everybody in the audience, like? who's, who's been uh, celebrity look like? We'll get some, I uh, forgot that girl's name. J-Lo, J-Lo, I can see J-Lo. J-Lo? J-Lo? I can see Jenny from I the block. I can see that. Rena Marina, okay. I can I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I love that. All right. Oh man. We got Beyonce in there too. Two. Queen Latifah, no. I can see that. Queen Latifah, L-A-T-F-I-A-H is the name. I can kind of see that. Um, all right. So question number two. Um your story is called Celestial Pulse. I want to know. What is your favorite celestial body and what kind of energy do you pick up from uh from the celestial celestial body what do you mean like something heavenly like or the something? sun sun the moon the stars the planets which, i think uh, a star which... I, I will embody a, a star because i'll be like one of those like stars that are trying to shine as much as it can and you know how like even though it disappears it still shines that's me i love it <laughs> That's a great answer. That's a that's a great an- answer, folks. Energy. All right. Okay. Question three. Now we normally ask this question a different way. Um, um we usually ask creators what do they think? Uh, what would they prefer somebody to do in support of their comics, whether um, when it comes to cosplay or fan art? But since you're an artist and you also cosplay, I want to know if you were going to support somebody else's comic or somebody else's creation. What would you do? Would you create a fan art or would you uh, create a cosplay form? <laughs> Definitely a fan art. And um, if I have time, I would cosplay. <laughs> It'll take me all day, but I'll do it. <laughs> cosplay takes so long, man. It's, it's so it's it's such an intensive process. Uh, Listen, my costume was done in three days of Halloween because I wanted to dress up as my character. <laughs> So I got wow. it done. I was up late at night, just ironing and like, <laughs> just putting things together. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm still trying to get Kyron into a saw um outfit for his character. Um, yes. that would that would be great, but I don't think he'll do it. Okay. So, um, all right, I don't have the hips for that. That's why I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I need hips. <laughs> You can put Just some pad pads them on up. Yeah. You'll be straight. <laughs> um, okay. So I've heard, I've heard stories about animation and how, how difficult it is to, uh, to kind of animate your own stuff. Now I know you do the, uh, you do character rigging, you do, you know, um, frame by frame animation. I want to know what is the hardest part of animation and why, did you never finish that amazing animation that you did with the with the Fuji dancing? The hardest part is actually getting it done by yourself. So like I had for the Fuji dancing, I had 64 pictures I had to draw 
and that was way too much i'm in my 12th picture so i'm getting there slowly but the hardest part is just finishing yeah i mean the, the layout looked really good like the, the the layout of it was was very nice i was like i was like i want to see it finished but i know you know doing the layers of art and color and then getting the shading and lighting right you got the uh celestial thing going around her like uh <laughs> i can't even i can't even imagine okay now this one this one i might be putting you on the spot um i saw you did some um I want to say you did Pulsetober, was it? Was it Pulsetober? Yeah. Did uh, team, the Teen Titans? I want to know, I want you to rank the Teen Titans members, the members of the Teen Titans. Usually we do, uh, for the fifth question, we do a top five, you know, top five question for our guests. But I want you to rank the Teen Titans members from five to one. Okay. Worst to best. The, you, the five one. original Teen Titans, yep. The five original? Um, Beast Boy, uh, yeah, Robin. Have, do I have to like number them? Like who number is five better? Is. Okay, number so, five. Okay. Number five is the worst. Number, number one is the best. Okay, so number one would be Robin. Number two would be Cyborg. Number three would be Raven. Number four, Beast Boy, and number five, Starfire. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, yeah. long. When you said when you said Robin number one, everything else was going to be fine. <laughs> we just need to know Robin. That's all. Yeah. Robin at what? Robin is, is, is so overzealous. He reminds me a lot of uh, of De if you watch My Hero Academia, he's like Deku. Well, Deku is like him, I guess. But um, those those are my favorite kind of characters. The ones who oh, are yeah. too much, who are too much all the time. I love those kind of characters <laughs> in, in in cartoons and anime. Right, and they have different ones, so like each of them have different personalities, which makes it even better, in my uh -oh. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, I think we I think we messed up with your messed you up with your fans. They saying you're gonna have to explain Robin at one. What? <laughs> no, there's no need to explain that. It's Robin, and it always will it's be Robin, Robin at one. Robin. Right. Right. I agree. I it's love Robin. Batman. <laughs> Robin just took it up a notch. You know, like come on with his sassy attitude and stuff. Hey. Come on. We got it. Okay, we got some Beast Boy fans in the in the chat. Some Beast Boys at Beast number, Boy one. number one. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, there's some I'm, people in my chat that loves Beast Boy. I, can I don't think you, you can go wrong with, with any other Teen Titans. They're all they're all great characters. So, um, but absolutely. Oh, the the real question is, this is just off the top of my head: Teen Titans or Teen Titans Go? Which oh my one god, Teen Titans! Ugh, not Teen uh, Titans Go. I can't, I can't do it. You know what? I prefer the Young Justice, if anything. Young Justice. Okay, there you yes. go. I'll go with that one. If anything, but I can't do, I can't do gold. I love, <laughs> I, I love Team Titans Gold because I can, I can literally just put it on, and just zone out. It's one of the few shows that I can still just put on and zone out and let my mind just go nowhere. So I, I love Team Titans Gold. But All okay, right. that was. That was a uh, that was quick takes with our uh, with our five and and bonus question. You did a great job. I appreciate it. <laughs> was, was quick takes brought to in, brought to us by anybody this week? Quick takes brought to us by uh, Kickball, um, <laughs> and uh, that's all I would say about that. <laughs> if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. You could dodge a ball. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. 
Definitely. Kyron, you're you're muted. You don't muted yourself, Kyron. I'm not muted. You just don't stop talking. So oh, I'm I can't, sorry. I nobody can hear you. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the end of our show for today. So we we thank you for being on. Um, I guess if you want to shout out where people can check out your work, buy your books. I mean, definitely want to support her and buy everything she has triple times, please. But, uh, where can anybody, for anybody that's listening to the podcast, where can they find your books at? Um, they could find it in the Square store. So it's uh, thesingandesigns.squareup.com. And, um, you know, if anything, you could go on my Twitch and in my panels, you'll see a little story link for you to be able to click. All right. Yeah. Awesome. And Danny, where can people find your work at? Um, if you're looking for me or you're looking for Ace Blade, you can go to our website, fourthballpros.com, or find me at the Ace Blade on all social media platforms. Kyron, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at TaurusComics.com. You can also find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, at Taurus Comics. And if this is your first time checking out the Four Tales podcast, you can go back and listen to our previous episodes at FourTalesPodcast.com. That's the number four, T-A-L-E-S, podcast.com. But please join us next week where we are going to have writer and author Leanne Renee Hyber on the, on the show. And she's going to talk about us about the uh, the novels that she's written. So, until then, sayonara, goodbye, and please take care of yourselves. Music provided by my brother, Quicks Made It. Find him online in YouTube, Instagram, and SoundCloud. I want to know what it is Quick is trying to say.